Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janewski, also known as Victor Crumb. And you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. Paging Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. So I say, why don't Flu and I get together? Take on Voldemort and be together forever. <laughs> I, I only barely know this song because Ritter sent me a message yesterday being like, Nathan, make sure you haven't slept on this track. Dude, what is that song? Don't you remember? Why don't you and I, Chad Kroger and Santana, and I say, Honestly, why no. don't you and I get together, <laughs> oh, take yeah. on the world and be together forever? <laughs> hey, do you will and tales will try. It's a sick song. Everyone's it been sounds s- good, actually. Brother, people have been sleeping on it for years. It's been like 17 years, and it hasn't been etched into like the sort of fabric of. Um, what what year know, was this? 2003. Yeah, okay, that fits. Um, you do a very good Chad Kroger voice. Thanks, man. Yeah, they were both at the, at the height of their powers in 2003. Yeah. Santana. Oh, and smooth with Rob Thomas. That wouldn't have been long before, would it? He always was with the uh, the bad boys of music with Rob Thomas and, um, <laughs> and Chad Kroger. Rob no. Thomas is awesome, dude. I honestly reckon that that... Didn't he do something fucked, though? Didn't he some, do some blackface or something or he said something fucked? Oh, uh, everyone's but done some blackface. Everyone's done a little bit of blackface. <laughs> but but I do think that that the music from that... from What album was it? Um, the one of the Matchbox 20s albums. Is yeah. Probably. It's very good. Well, no, it's probably not very good. I think we're I all big it. Matchbox fans on this pod. <laughs> Nate, that is red, I think. <laughs> have I, Nathan, or have I not been saying for literally Ridden, years? Let me finish this sentence for you. The songbird of our generation. Yes, I've been saying You called him that for years. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Weren't we talking as well a little while? I don't know if we were talking about this on the pod. There was some double header that we were saying would be awesome if it was like, if it was Rob Thomas, Matchbox 20. And there was somebody else. I think else Alanis like, Morissette. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> They're Imagine if they did a tour dude. together. Shit. That would go mental. <laughs> it would go mental, guys. <laughs> who wouldn't go to that? That's the question. It's not who would. I reckon you would be hard-pressed to find a single person that wouldn't want to go to that concert. So true. Is, hey, is Rob Thomas hot? No. I don't I'm actually so. struggling to picture him right now because he's a very generic white man, isn't he? He is a bit Let generic me, um, just type him into... Google because we don't oh, want to get this wrong. <laughs> and maybe just while you're doing that, while you're while you're typing in Rob Thomas into yep, Google, yep. let me just say, welcome to the page of Mr. Potter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, dude, I honestly forgot for three minutes there that we were doing a podcast. Like, hand to heart, I completely <laughs> forgot. I, I actually forgot we were doing a pod. Oh, Ridden, don't be too hard on yourself. I don't think you can call this a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just lapsed into a normal conversation that we might have. Um, so yeah, welcome, Page Mr. Potter. This is uh, what are we doing? Page eighty nine. Oh wow, yeah, Page yeah, eighty nine. We read uh, one page of Harry Potter every single week. We're up to the eighty ninth page, um, and I have to say, I have actually had a brief look at this page, and I feel like it's a, it's a big, it's a big moment in the in the podcast. Oh, I feel wow. like this is a real turning point in the pod, and it's almost, I would say, the end of of se- series one or season one um, of Paging Mr. Potter. 
How maybe exciting. more on that once we finish the page. Well, Andrew, I'm glad you said that because after all these weeks and weeks of talking about the train, I mean, I should just say for context, we're recording this on a Monday. It's a public holiday in Sydney. It's absolutely gorgeous outside. I've got to say, yep. the last thing in the world I want to do is think about Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my god, the bitching and moaning, Andrew, before you came on this call of Nathan talking about, oh, I'm going to do the podcast, can't we just skip it for one week? Oh my god, it was... Dude, just... we didn't do one two weeks ago. This is If we didn't do one this week, it would be a month with one <laughs> I pod. Know, I know, uh, Anyway, we're doing it. It's we're getting here. harder and harder, but so I'm glad to hear that it's um, at least a momentous page. Because yeah, God knows so. we need a turning point in this pod. Well, I mean, and I you... hope so. I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the future. And you listeners better be fucking grateful because Nathan gave up an hour out of his public holiday to do this podcast. Do you, as you he know drinks what? A beer speaking, of, speaking of it being a public holiday and blah, 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 everyone gets very excited about being a public holiday. So I woke up this morning at like, I don't know, whatever time. And it was like, it was like around 9.30, me and Emma, my girlfriend, were like, why don't we go to the beach? And for any of my friends out there, they know I fucking hate the beach. I detest <laughs> the beach. It's so shit. What do you hate about the beach? It's like it's like a pool plus <laughs> shitty people plus fucking sand. Like it's just it just sucks. But anyway, and we don't like we live in Newtown so it's like not too far from the beach, probably 15 20 minute drive. So we drive out to Maroubra cuz like Maroubra I think is usually less busy than the other beaches. Like there's more parking and stuff. We get there, it's literally like 9:30 in the morning. We drove around for 30 40 minutes, could not find a park and then just drove home. <laughs> That's the Australian dream, brother. It was fucking awful, man. And then we, we were talking to Emma's dad, who was in like Chatswood or something, and he said, oh, yeah, there are signs up everywhere saying, don't go to the beach, all beach is full. And this is like, <laughs> like 11 o'clock. Crazy shit. That is crazy. You didn't even get to have a chat with any of the bra boys. <clears throat> See no, what they're up to. Get one on the pod, even. I'd what love to know what the bra boys are up to. <laughs> Remember when, like, was it, was it Russell Crowe made a movie about the bra boys or something? I don't even remember. Sorry, don't know. I it was a movie about the Bra Boys. <laughs> Bra- Man, Russell Crowe really falls in with some fucking not great people, doesn't he? Because obviously, let's. I don't want to do a full NRL news this week, but like obviously Sam Burgess has been up to a little yep, bit. Yep. And I don't really want to get into it because it's kind of more upsetting than funny. But I mean, that's that's Rusty's best mate, isn't he? They're fucking close friends. Big time. And then he's also associated with the Bra Boys, who... I don't think are great people. I think you said at one time on the pod, um, best Andrew, that if you were an A-list Hollywood celebrity, there is no way you would hang out with NRL players. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. what's wrong with you? <laughs> the guy's won Academy Awards. <laughs> He's one of the world's finest thespians. Anyway, the did, didn't he get like in LA? Like there was all that drama because he was like hanging out with Azalea Banks and like Ghostface Killer or something like this with all these like. Like A list yeah. icons, and then he's like, "Can you imagine just like George Burgess, like also being there?" It's like, "Here's my <laughs> idiot friend, George Burgess." It's pretty mental. It's also like, as you say, like you watch like a Beautiful Mind or something, and it's a it's a stellar performance from Rusty, and you kind of like, "Wow, he's such a nuanced actor. It's such a sort of sensitive portrayal," and then. Smash cut to him at like a fucking Rabbitohs game going <laughs> feral with the Burgess brothers. It doesn't pretty, really make sense. Does it's it? pretty crazy. Anyway, um, should we? How are we going? Should we get onto the page or sure. we got more stuff? Where's, did we just lose reading? We did lose reading there. Um, he froze for a little while and then um, we completely lost him. 
He now appears to have joined us again, although we don't have any video. Read in. Hello, sorry, I'm back. My sister FaceTimed me on a different app, and for some reason that caused Skype to disconnect from my Bluetooth headphones. Probably something to do with your 10 different devices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you might be able to hear in the podcast your own vo- voices being picked up by my microphone just for a little bit as a little treat for the listeners. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Um, and just quickly, I don't know what I missed, but did we ever get back to the uh, Gring Hot or Gring Not with Rob Thomas, Nathan? <laughs> oh my God, I forgot oh, about him. Yeah, very good. Um, I'm going to say he's Gring Not. He's, okay. He looks a bit to me like Michael Sarah, um, but after a few really tough years... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where the world's kind of broken him down So not hot, but um, the songbird of our generation So you win some, you lose some Can't have it all, Rob no. <laughs> read it. You greedy little bastard <laughs> And not a gring thought Just to confirm As far as we know, not a gring thought Not in that blazer <laughs> well, He's wearing we... a blazer in the one photo I'm looking at So Ridden um, mm, Good, good, good <laughs> I think we're just about ready to wade into the page. Sure, 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 sure. Page 89. Would you like to take it away? Yes, I would love to take it away. Um, and hello as well. While I stall for time as I find the page. Um, <laughs> hello as well. <laughs> just hello. And can no. I just say, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> um, it's as good as time as any. <laughs> I was going to say a big hello to our mysterious uh, influx of German listeners from last week. Oh, yeah. guten Tag. Yeah, guten Tag. <laughs> we did have a huge number of German listeners. German and Danish listeners. Isn't that weird? What do you think's going on there? I've no Does idea. paging Mr. Potter, is that maybe that means something? <laughs> yeah. Pugging yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Potter? <laughs> But obviously, you're most welcome, and um, big shout out to our European. Oh, and I'm sure fans. they absolutely adored all that Sam Burgess <laughs> chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right. Okay. So, guys, you remember at the end of page 88, we were last time at page 88. It was us and Jack Post who was on the pod. Uh, he's now left us stranded on page 89. He had the good sense to bail out after one page. I respect the hell out of it. Um, at the end of page 88, they'd just gotten off the train. The train, of course, being the Hogwarts Express. Um, hey, didn't someone, one of you guys had a story about the Hogwarts Express, didn't you? Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember this. Yeah, go on. Um so all these people had lined up. I'm not sure where it was. It was somewhere in Europe. And the Hogwarts Express, which is like a a prop train, obviously, um, was doing a run through the town and hundreds and hundreds of people had been lining up for hours and hours and hours just to get a glimpse of the Hogwarts Express uh, sort of drive past for a a matter of... And it was literally hours, apparently. It had been like hours and hours of just waiting on the platform, waiting for this train to come. And then as the... As the Hogwarts Express goes past the station, at the very same time, this other massive um, commuter train <laughs> pulls out, <laughs> drives right past it for the entirety of the time that the Hogwarts Express drives past the people. So they line up for hours and hours just to see a regular train go past and block their view oh, of the okay. Hogwarts Express. And you can just hear people in the video going, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> 
So thank you to whoever sent that in. I'm I, sorry, I can't remember who sent that in, but um, that did that did brighten my day. <laughs> what are these people doing? Honestly, it's not even a real magic train. Did, did you reckon they thought it was going to be the real Hogwarts Express? Because that's the only reason to to possibly justify lining up for hours to see a train. If it's a magic train, then that's fair enough. But if it's just like a train they made after the fact, like for some amusement park or whatever and just said oh this is the Hogwarts Express then that's not that's not reason enough to line up for hours true no, but train bad. spotting is one of those weird things that people become obsessed with actually why is that movie called train spotting I don't remember was there any train spotting in that I don't remember that <laughs> couldn't have less to do with that but anyway not important <laughs> right in I mean you know isn't the lesson Somebody that will at, know. at Somebody the will end know. of the movie that the train spotting is inside them all along Oh, That's yeah. That's right. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So smart. Um, oh, right. Page 89. Anyway, um, where are we? Okay, so... Uh, but, but, we digress. But we digress. All right, so at the end of page 88, we'd finally gotten to Hogwarts, which is very exciting, of course. Um, and... Of course, of course, of course. Neville, the boy who kept losing his toad, sniffed once or twice. So that was the gripping detail that we were <laughs> left on. Oh, that was literally the highlight of last page was the, the mystery surrounding whether Neville did indeed sniffle once or was it twice. <laughs> yes. So I guess A we'll find out... Fascinating character study. Is there more to it? Is it some sort of deadly virus? Um, what's in store for Ooh. Neville and his cold? Could cold? it be a COVID situation? Oh, Hopefully. God, I hope not. Hopefully Probably not. not. This is from a long time before, but <laughs> you never know. Uh, all right. So uh, Hagrid's there. He says, yo, get your first sight of Hogwarts in a sec. Just round this bender. And then there was a loud, ooh, presumably okay. the students um, or a ghost. <laughs> The or Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid. <laughs> ooh. Just trying to pump it up a bit. <laughs> Look at this. Can I get an ooh? <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, guys, I don't like Hagrid. He <laughs> fucking sucks, man. He's so annoying. Every time Reading does his voice, I'm like, oh, fuck, Hagrid again. To be he fair, shouldn't he be as important as he is. He shouldn't have the jobs that he has. He shouldn't have been the one to drop Harry off in the first place, and he shouldn't be the first introduction you get into Hogwarts school. He's like definitely not in his real position of power, and so far we can't see why. And Dumbledore's always saying shit like, you know, uh, when everyone else is like, oh, I don't know about Hagrid, you know, we should be worried about him. But I think McGonagall was saying this at the beginning, like, do you really trust Hagrid to bring Harry Great Potter, question. like the most important person ever, to the Dursley's place or whatever? And Dumbledore's like, oh, I'd trust him with my life, da da da. What are you talking about, man? Like, he's an actual fool. <laughs> yeah, we love food. an underdog as much as the next guy, but Hagrid? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Come on, he's no Rob Thomas. <laughs> Hell no, dude. Hell no. <laughs> The narrow path had opened suddenly onto the edge of a great black lake. Uh, it's a very nice lake, as she describes in detail. Won't go into it because it's boring. Uh, no, <laughs> more <laughs> no more than four to a boat. Hagrid lets them know. And so they all sort of... There's all these little boats that they all go and sit in. Um, Harry and Ron went into a boat with Neville and Hermione. Uh, and then they have to row to the school, which is seems a bit... Uh, I don't know, archaic, doesn't it? Like they've just got this magic train all the way there and mm. now to get to the mm. last little bit, 
they have to get in these little sort of safety boats and row there themselves. I mean, even the Hogwarts Express, which looked like a steam train or something, seemed a bit out of date. But now they've regressed even further. Like, sort of the more into the magical world they get, the more sort of cavemen-like-ish. <laughs> because lest we forget, lest we forget they are magical. Oh, lest we forget. <laughs> lest we forget, <laughs> I mean, guys. none of this is strictly necessary. <laughs> no. But, but anyway, it's crazy they have, it, to, they have to physically row. Like, they don't even get... They don't even have motored boats to get them there. But like then again, they, you can't get much more rudimentary than a broom. I mean, that's just for sweeping and stuff <laughs> as a form of That's transport. It's so a good point. It does kind of make sense. It's true. It does fit in with the rest of the world. They do really fetishize sort of everyday objects, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, look at anyway. this twig I found. No, magic one, dude. <laughs> Would you remember Dumbledore almost had a fucking, you know, conniption when he found about the lemon drops or whatever? Like, it's a, that's a tic-tac, brother. I don't know what you're so excited about. <laughs> Bro, they're a dime a dozen, mate. You can get a big pack, man. You can get a jumbo pack. I mean, this is a guy who's, like, you know, fought evil wizards his whole life. He's, like, the, the wisest man in all of the magical realm or whatever. And he's literally flipping his lid over a tic-tac. <laughs> and, now, and now they're in a gondola or something for some reason. Anyway. There's, and there's on. this sort of annoying superiority complex as well with the... Wizarding World and the Muggles, and yet they still row to school, whereas I assume Hag- Harry would have, you know, gotten a car or something like that, and he wouldn't have to physically row to get to his school. No school in the world, I reckon, you have to row to in the <laughs> real world. It's a, it's an absolute regression. That's fucking... That, that, it's undeniably a regression that they're rowing to school. And we've said it before, just use magic. It's another case yeah. of just use magic. <laughs> if we've said it once, we've said it a thousand times, just use magic. <laughs> You've got it there, brothers and sisters. <laughs> it's there to be used. All right, let's see. What, I think we've covered that. Okay. So what's next? <laughs> the fleet of little boats moved off all at once, um, gliding across the, across the lake, uh, and then they stared up at the great castle overhead. I presume this is where the school was, or it's just a nice castle that they're looking at. Uh, it towered over them as they sailed nearer and nearer to the cliff on which it stood. Heads down. Oh, that's not a good accent. <laughs> heads, heads down. Heads down. Uh, yelled Hagrid as the first boat. Where's Hagrid from? Where the fuck's he from? <laughs> yelled Hagrid as the first boats reached the cliff. They all bent their heads and the little boats carried them through a curtain of ivy that had a wide opening in the cliff face. Rah, 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 rah. They keep going closer to the fucking school or whatever. Um... <laughs> Looks like they sure. get pretty close. And then Hagrid said, Oi, you there, is this your toad? And uh, Neville's really excited. He goes, Trevor, because apparently his toad's name's Trevor, which I reckon is pretty funny. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Good name for a toad. Uh, Trevor, so he finally found his toad. Happy days. Don't know if he's still sniffling. Uh, then they clambered up a passageway in the rock after Hagrid's lamp. Uh, then they go up some stone steps and then they go mm-hmm. around this huge tree um and then okay. hagrid says everyone here you there still got your toad hey wait just before we go on just to let's let's just walk this baby back a bit when hagrid okay. says oh you there is this your toad how would he have known that 
that was Neville's toad because Neville was whinging about the toad on the train. Hagrid wasn't on the train. Hagrid's gotten off, met them at the train station. That's a good point. And then suddenly Hagrid, who has seemingly no intuition or sort <laughs> of... Um, Ability. Maybe he's like a some sort of savant who's terrible at everything else, but he's really good at knowing who owns toads. <laughs> <laughs> That's his one one skill. That's his talent. That's what he brings to the table. He's awesome at toad ownership. And because he's not magic, he said <laughs> so maybe like an old witch when he was a kid came up to him and gave him said, "You can have magical powers and live in this magical world with magical powers, or you can trade it all to know whose toad is whose." <laughs> <laughs> and Hagrid went with the toad option. All right, I'll take my chances with the toad. All right. <laughs> yeah, he's not a not a clever chap. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I have no idea how he would have known. And the final sentence, guys, Hagrid raised a gigantic fist ooh, and knocked three times on the castle door. Knock, knock, knock. Knock? Maybe it's a secret knock, but probably not. <clears throat> and if I'm not mistaken, this is the end of the chapter as well, right? Oh, shit, hopefully. Um, yes, the next chapter... Do you want to know the title? Sure. The Sorting Hat, which means I think it might Ooh. get good soon. Yeah, so this is kind of what I was talking about before, where I said this feels like the kind of the end of the first chapter of this pod almost. So we're, we're you know, we've been doing this for almost exactly two years now, which is mental. And <laughs> we're, but, but now we're kind of at Hogwarts. Like this feels like we're up to the second chapter. Cool shit should start happening. Like there's been some fucking dark days in the last two years they really have definitely i mean real Ollivander's shop that was awful that was terrible the train the letters the letters, the letters dude, that lasted was, about two months <laughs> that was so long where he was getting all those letters so i just think it should the patient pick up like we're stuck i feel like we've kind of established a lot now we kind of understand a bit more about harry we've learned a little bit about magic i'm hoping things get I'm trying to be positive Hoping guys, against I- hope <laughs> um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> No, I'm with you I'm with you Well, um, to mark this special occasion Ridden, I believe you have a brand new game for us So this will be sort of the first new game Of season two of the pod Yes, Daddy's it's got a so brand funny new- calling it season two of the pod Sorry, it, we're <laughs> 89 <two> episodes <laughs> in <laughs> We've been on the air probably longer than The Sopranos. Um, yeah. There's got to be more episodes of this than like... There's no one that's had a first season go for almost 90 episodes in two years. It's how um, you ensure you never get cancelled after the first season. You just have a first season that never that's, ends. That's so smart and true. You're a wise man. Yes, guys, I came up with a new game. And, uh, you know, keen listeners of the pod will might say... Uh, that this is a very uh, lazy ripoff of Nathan's game, a do run run. But maybe it's not. It is. But maybe. <laughs> well, I would. I would just like to say, like, for all any long time listeners of the pod, like, as soon as you hear the words, you know, Reedan's got a new game, you're gonna <laughs> be scared because he's come up with some <laughs> fucking stinkers in the past. What can you remind us of a few of your games, Reedan? Honestly, let me have a look. Actually, I've got. I've I got, literally got some, can't remember any games. games. I mean, me we played one already today, Gring Hot or Gring Thought. Oh, yeah. That was that one of his make better much ones. Sense. <laughs> he had a game. I remember you had a game just called The Word Game with Reedan. 
I don't even remember what that was. <laughs> I don't remember what that No, that's such an evocative title. Like, really could be anything. We've got one, we ha- I've got I've got a few of the segments written down. One of them I this has to be one of yours. Hermione your manners. That sounds like one of yours for sure. Hermione your manners. <laughs> that's terrible. We've gone we've gone off track. Yeah. Um all right, so this game is called now this is a bit of a I know a lot of my games have been criticized uh, for being a bit low brow. So this one is quite high brow. It, it references um, intertextuality, which uh, is a concept I think you both should be familiar with. Um, Why? Which is, uh, you know, the referencing of, of one text in another text. So, so this I game see. is... So this isn't even going to be about Harry Potter. This is going to be about some <laughs> other book entirely. But because of intertextuality, you can do it on our Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> Don't... Show them how the sausage is made, but yes, <laughs> it's good. It's but it's called interhexuality because okay. hex is uh, magical. Um, so basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a uh, I'm going to give you a plot description of a a movie. Oh, actually, these are all books, and I'm going to seamlessly and very subtly work in the name of a Harry Potter character so to sort of make it make this plot about Harry Potter and you have to figure out what um, the uh, Harry Potter name of your book is yes exactly so okay. Say, what? Okay, um, I'm gonna be honest I have no idea what you're talking about and I'm sure I'm not the only one so can you maybe so say, explain that again say instead of books it was TV shows, um, and then I. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Because <laughs> I need to, all, all my examples are books. I don't. I can't burn them all. Um, so say instead okay. of books, it, this was about TV shows. And then I, and then are we like, really gonna do this? Can you fucking shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, just a little bit of malice in that. <laughs> Go on. And so, say it's a a book about uh, little teenagers who get caught in um, horror movie situations or something. Then it would be called your answer would be um, Bellatrix Lestrange Things. Right. This I is honestly be don't quite hard. get it. But okay, sure. Let's just do it because. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping it'll make more sense once we get started. Okay, so uh, a vampire who's an entitled, wealthy, young, white-haired boy is condemned to live off the blood of the living for eternity. Young so magic... Some kind of Twilight Malfoy combination. Is that what we're... <sighs> oh, okay. uh, not quite. Um, not Twilight. Okay. Young magic lawyer Jonathan Harker is sent to the boy's castle. Oh, it's... Um, uh, oh, wait, hold on. You're almost there. I mean, yeah, but when the count sees a photo yeah. of Harker, count Drake, count Drake, Co Malfoyula. Yes, Nathan got it with Count Draco Malfoyula. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, good, good. This is a good game. Okay, maybe we can cut what? all the um, explanation. <laughs> all right, nah, the explanation's the best bit. Former, so far, uh, former Hogwarts-based writer Nick Dunn and his Hogwarts professor wife present a portrait of a blissful magic marriage to the public who are wizards. However, when she goes <laughs> <laughs> However, when she goes missing on the couple's fifth wedding anniversary, Nick Dumbledorean becomes Dumbledorean Grey? 
No. Nick oh, becomes... That's very good, though. Dude, you son of a bitch. That's one of the other ones. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking that as well for some reason. But anyway, go on. Uh, it's been recently made into a movie starring Ben Affleck. Nick becomes the prime suspect in her disappearance. The resulting police pressure and media frenzy... Oh, what the fuck is that movie called? Um, McGonagall Girl. Yes, very Mc- good, Andrew. <laughs> McGonagall, McGonagall Girl. girl. <laughs> very good. Like, this game is actually hard. Thank you. And this one, uh, well, I can't do fucking Albus Dumbledorean Grey because you just ruined it. But the other one, okay, this now we're pivoting to TV shows because <laughs> I ran out of one. <laughs> Sorry, just, just for a second though. I love that you were describing Gone Girl, a modern kind of like thriller and we both thought of Dorian Gray. <laughs> not Dorian Gray. Why? <laughs> no, me neither. Anyway, go on. All right. So this is a TV show. Um, okay. <laughs> so sure. I uh, haven't written down explanations. So this is just off the dome. Um, this is about a magic little girl and a monkey friend who uh, Dumbledore uh, the Explorer. No, but that would have worked as well. Okay. <laughs> um, um, Dora Tonks the Explorer. Yes, Nymphadora Tonks the Nymphadora the Explorer. <laughs> I think Dumbledore is better, but anyway. Yeah, that does that's work good. better. Um, I think that's all the ones I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, please write in, Potterfiles. Um, A what surprisingly you about fun game. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I'm not sure what that would be like to listen to. Maybe annoying, but it was fun to play. And hey, oh, it's too late now, but I was going to say uh, film yourself playing along at home, but we should have said that at the start. <laughs> too late for that now. Yeah. True, true. Very but good. maybe people can write in with their own because this seems like the kind of thing that um, our, our Potiphar listeners might be good at. Oh my gosh. Actually, this would be a great way to bring back our Tom Riddles, but we make them pop culture. I like it. But if you've got any just Tom Riddles as well, just send those in too because we enjoy those. Sometimes I might not come to you guys with a fully formed, beautiful butterfly. I've just got a janky sort of caterpillar that I need you to turn into a, a flying insect. Yeah, you're right. Very occasionally you don't come to us with a fully fledged <laughs> for the fully formed thing. I think it's pretty funny that you thought of three books before you had to switch to Dora the Explorer children's TV show. <laughs> In the whole litany of, you know, the history of literature, <laughs> there are only three of them met the bill. Um, that is a very, quite an abstract list as well. Like the picture of Dorian Gray, <laughs> Dora the Explorer, Gone, Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. And what was the other one? Uh, Count Draco Malfoyula. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if that's your best or worst game, but, but it was good fun. I've surely had worse. Thank you. I'll take that as yeah. a compliment. Um, Chances are. Now, I don't know if you guys have any more. I've got some um, correspondence from some potophiles this week. Oh, lay it on me, brother. Well, actually, some of this is from a little while ago. We've had a lot of correspondence recently, so sorry if I haven't been able to get to you for a while. Do you mean um, our mail? Sorry, just checking. <clears throat> sorry, we don't use the word correspondence <laughs> on this pod. We call it our mail, of course. Um one of them, so actually my brother, Johnny, he sent in a, sent in a joke for us. So um, he sent in, why did Ron have to visit the STI clinic? Because um, he got, oh, wait, 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 I got it. Because he got McGonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> 
McGonorrhea. He got a bad case of McGonorrhea. <laughs> oh, that tickled me. No, that's not the answer, but very good. So oh. why did Ron have to visit the STI clinic? Answer, because Hermione gave him Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, ma- maybe, I, maybe I'll do interhextuality But with um, STDs ST- Great STDs. <laughs> What the fuck would that mean? Mm. Really got one um, Okay um, What else did I get? Oh the other Dude the other one This one is more exciting And, and really quite crazy So the potophiles from, um, Who have been long time listeners Will remember um, A little while ago I travelled to Berry. You guys remember um, I went to Berry and we went to the shops and I went into that weird shop and um, and I, was just, uh, I, I don't want to go fully into it because it's a bit of a long story, but pretty much it's some like nice little homewares shop. There's an old lady that works there. She's a bit pompous, a bit uptight. I mean, Andrew, would it help if I just drop the track that was heard in this shop? Yeah, just drop that in here. <laughs> that should tell you all you need to know about this beautiful so this, so little boutique store. So this, this is the song that was playing when... When me and my girlfriend were in this shop where they pretty much just sell shawls and scarves <laughs> and candles, this is the song that came on. Girl, you got to suck my dick. Girl, you got to suck my dick. And you got to suck it quick. And you got to suck it quick. Girl, you got to suck my dick. And so, for, yeah, so for, if you didn't catch that, some of the lyrics there were, um, I want you to suck my dick. I want you to suck my dick. Um, then there's another bit where it said... Um, Sit your ass on my face. I love the way your pussy tastes. <laughs> so that was good. Um, and so anyway, that was just blaring in this shop in the middle of the day in small country town, Berry. Anyway, pretty crazy. Potiphar Steve has been in touch. The exact same thing happened to him. He was in... <laughs> no way. He was in that no shop. He was, dude, he was in the shop. Because he, 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 he listened to the pod... Um, so he must be a little bit behind. So keep up, Stephen. But anyway, he only just recently listened to <laughs> he got that the episode. Pace, <clears throat> Come on, guys. Um, and he's and he's like, "What the fuck? Like that exact <laughs> same thing happened to me. He was in the shop in Barry, and that song was playing. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Wait, so does that mean I that, don't that she had it on a? So it wasn't. It, it mustn't have come on on radio. She must have some sort of store playlist where this is on, dude. It's. I reckon it's some weird, like. Exhibitionist sort of <laughs> like I reckon she's a nutcase because because like there's no explanation for that there's no explanation like it's intentional she's doing it intentionally it's the ones you least expect that are the freakiest I guess I so. mean <laughs> would it be at all possible like does this store have a website or can they be contacted by no email? because I've tried so oh. I because after Steve got onto me. They are literally like the only shop in Berry. I cannot find on Google Maps. Oh, I cannot find shame. because we need so to get annoying. to the bottom of this. I wanted to call her up and I just flat out ask her what the go <laughs> is, but I can't. Get, so if anyone, I don't even know how someone I, like I don't know how a Potiphar could get in touch. I guess if Steve, if you're listening and you know the name of it or can get me a contact number, I'll call him up. Or maybe I'll maybe I'll play a character and be like, oh, I was in the, your shop and my my son. <laughs> Heard it and now he won't stop singing that song or something. I don't know, <laughs> but 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 because I, I mean, don't you'd have... be well within your rights to complain. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I want to put it on the spot. Anyway, so if they, look, if there's any potophiles out there who have some more insider knowledge on that, can get me a phone number for the shop. I don't like. I don't. Even, I can't even give you a name, so I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna <laughs> get me more information on this shop you don't know about. But um, I'd love to continue the investigation. But so far, it's been a dead end. The plot thickens. It does. At least one plot on this fucking podcast is starting to thicken. 
Good point. Um, well, time to rate the page? I think so. 89, huh? Honestly, I'm feeling good about yeah, it. Yeah, we have a genuine sense of hope, which is something that we haven't had in many, 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 <laughs> many weeks and months. No. And I have to say, even the... Even as mu- as stupid as it was getting in the gondolas and floating across the lake or whatever, it is a, quite a nice image, you mm. know. These all these kids coming off the train, getting into little gondolas. It reminds me of the canals lake. of Venice. <laughs> yep. Have you been to Venice? Yeah, I have a long time ago. That's not interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, we need to rate this page. So eighty nine. I don't know, man. I'm feeling it's like a good. It's, does it even pass? Maybe it passes. Is it a 45? Like, just passes. Yeah. Yep. It was one of her better written pages, for sure. <laughs> I agree. I, 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 I genuinely enjoyed it. So, 45 out of 89. Um, okay, what else? Word of the week. Yep. Three, two, one. Intellectuality. <laughs> we need a name <laughs> for the page. Oh, God. we got to get better at this. The last few have been fucking awful. But it's hard because nothing new happens on each page. Harry Potter and something about Rob Thomas, maybe. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> What's our favorite Matchbox 20 song? When you're gone, baby, it's time to come home. That's pretty good. <laughs> and can you just uh, Hogwarts that up a little bit like you did with those famous uh, literary texts? When you're gonna go? Can you when you're gonna, gonna go? go? <laughs> yes. <laughs> When you're gonna go Harry Potter and the When you're gonna go I'm sorry But how does this get us to a page title? This is irrelevant, isn't it? Oh, yeah Or are we just saying Harry Potter and when you're McGonagall? Harry Potter (laughs) and the And the the when (laughs) You're McGonagall And the when you're you're McGonagall by Rob Thomas (laughs) By Rob Thomas, yeah, yeah (laughs) See, we are getting better Um, And you wanted to shorten this segment Um, (laughs) 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 Oh god! Um, oh, Dumble Do's and Double Don'ts. Oh, fuck the end of this potty shit. We got to find a way to make it better. It's really bad. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, genuinely, there's nothing left in us by the end of it. Dumble Do's and Double Don'ts. Come on, Snappy. What do we got? Dumble Do. Tune in next week oh. for the second season of um, Page and Mister Potter. Mm-hmm. Dumble Do, get your hopes up. Dumble Do, get excited. And Dumble Do, <laughs> Dumble Do, uh, Dumble Two friends. <laughs> sure. And, uh, but Dumble don't Dumble don't not subscribe to this great podcast. <laughs> yep. Good. And uh those can be just like standing Dumble Do's and Don'ts for the rest of eternity if you guys are happy. I mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're they're everlasting. Very good. Alright, well let's um wrap up before it um <clears throat> sort of gets any worse. Um <laughs> I guess also finally just a big shout out to Donald Trump. You know he's struggling with um COVID nineteen and um we're all devastated to hear that. So um And we know he's been soon. listening to it to us. Hey, he's been yeah. powering through Feel the episodes at our Walter Reed Hospital. Who do you reckon is gonna die first, Donald Trump or Kim Jong un? Ooh. Kim's looking better, I think. He's um well is this, well we haven't done the jingle for ch 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 changes, but um <laughs> ch 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 changes, changes, changes. Just the last minute ch ch changes on the pod. That's nothing exciting. wrong with um, that. <clears throat> but yeah, no, Kim's back in the spotlight. I th- I feel like I've seen some news of him out with his sister trotting around. But so. as is Trump, so I just wonder whose <laughs> oh, yeah. health is more uh, deteriorating. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon they should get... I reckon what they should do is with Donald, if he does die, and God, we all, we're all all praying that doesn't happen, but if <laughs> it was to happen, um, 
I reckon they should get Brendan Gleeson, who recently played him in the Comey rule, <laughs> to just play Donald Trump in his second term. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why, Why not? Even not? He could even come out weekend at Bernie's style, bring Trump out, and <laughs> maybe this is getting insensitive because he actually might die during the weekend and this won't age Oh, by well. the time this comes out, he may be dead. Anyway, <laughs> God bless, well, take care, and... Um, <laughs> feel better, champ. <laughs>